Hello, everybody, and welcome into a new edition of the Face Turn Podcast here on the Sports Insanity Network. Mike and Allie with you. The Wrestle Dream. We are the Wrestle Dream team who shows no mercy. Especially to Patchy, Noah, and Jeff. Shame on you guys for not showing up tonight, but we understand your situations. Except for Patchy. (laughs) Bowling, really? Come on. This is every Friday, Patchy. Come on. Come on. Bowling on a Friday. You know what? Next time you bowl, be what if there's a steel chair right behind you? If you don't get a 300 tonight, we we may pull old school Jericho, just put you on the list. (laughs) Uh, I might might have to. We won't acknowledge you for 300. We won't acknowledge you. (laughs) No, we won't. He he's been voted out as tribal chief. <laughs> we are the tribal chiefs. Well, Mike, the tribal chief. Me, no, you're the wise. Who's the wise? Me the wise man. Me the wise man. Well, I'm the wise woman, but you know. All right. So, as we mentioned, we're Wrestle Dream No Mercy. Wrestle Dream team shows no mercy. We're covering no mercy in Wrestle uh, Dream. We'll get predictions, preview the shows. We're also going to talk about a recent WWE signing. And, and you know, we'll see where this show takes us. Because um, I also want to address um, Vince Russo, who said something on Busted Open this week that I found very interesting. So we might talk a little bit about that as well. Now I'm intrigued because I do listen to busted open but i didn't even listen to that one this week i think it was wednesday but I'll, i will relook it up but we will start with no mercy which airs saturday night on i know it's no longer the network but it's on peacock which that is owns the network we'll go through the whole show give you predictions and maybe some swerves and stuff come out mm-hmm. all right we start with a a battle for the Heritage Cup is Noam Dar defends against, I can't believe I'm saying the word, Butch. Wait, wait. I thought it was Pete Dunn. Is it back to Pete Dunn? Because the website Not has it as man. Butch. Formerly known as Pete Dunn. I will refer to him as Pete Dunn. He's the broser weight. Let's put it that way. But <laughs> unfortunately, oh, and he's going to be collaborating with one of his old friends, Tyler Bate. It's going to be um, on his side. So we got, we've got Butch. we got no Dar for the Heritage Cup. Allie, who do you like? You know, I feel like it's going to end up being Noam Dar retaining against Butch. But I can see after this match, someone's going to go to the main roster. I feel it. I've been wanting him to be on the main roster since we started with the WWE draft for this year. I'm ready to see Tyler Bate come up. And be part of the brawling brutes. You know, I'm I'm not against it, and that glorious mustache he has. And, yes. Uh, I, I mean, I I'm very much not against that idea at all. I there's a part of me that just wants beat beat done, Pete Dunn or Butch, whatever you want to call him, to win, just because it gives him something to do. Because he hasn't really been used outside of the Brutes on the main roster. Well, wait, he was part of that Money in the Bank ladder match. 
No, I know, but up until recently, and you, you never know creatively where they're going to go. Right. Um, but you're right. I think Darwin's. If that leads to a Tyler Bate call up and Bate joins the Brutes, I'm totally for it. I, I, I'm totally for it. So we're good there. We're both in on Noam Dar. Mm-hmm. Then for a fatal four way match for the tag team titles shows the family, which is Tony D'Angelo versus OTM versus the Creed Brothers versus Los Lotharios. Allie, who do you like? First off, I had them on my list for for releases. Los Lotharios. I mean, I'm glad they're back on NXT, but I thought they would be gone by now. But other than that, honestly, I got to go with the family. And if you saw their segment last Tuesday with the big Italian dinner, oh, gosh. I haven't seen a good segment like that. I haven't had a good Italian dinner like that. Oh, <laughs> yes. It, you know, I, I'm not sure OTM. I think they're new. The family could retain. I'm going to go with the Creeds. The Creeds come back, and, and I think they just take their rightful spot at the top of the tag team division. Uh, I, the Creeds are beasts. Julius Creed in particular is a beast. Although if they lost and they wanted to come to the main roster, they could join the Alpha Academy. I'm not opposed to that either. <laughs> But you, your dreams with the Alpha Academy. Listen, the out. If they were ever to combine the Alpha Academy and Chase U, that would be the dream. That is going to be a tag team match for that in the future. And unfortunately, if you haven't watched NXT, their best female star is probably going to be leaving Chase U or dropping out, thanks to JC Jane. Uh, we could dive into that more as well. Um, also, I just skipped the, the pre-show because I didn't realize there was a pre-show match. But we have Blair Davenport taking on Kalani Jordan on the pre-show. Um, I'm going to just say Blair Davenport. Yeah, the, Kalani Jordan, I mean, she's all right. I mean, she was being mentored by Dana Brooke, who also got released. But at this point, you need to give Blair Davenport the push. Yeah, and don't be surprised if Gigi Dolan shows up afterwards, continues where they left off last Ooh, week. Ooh, okay. Alright. And what should be... I feel this match needs a stipulation. You got Braun Breaker, you got Baron Corbin, and after the brawl they had Tuesday night, I feel like this needs to be no disqualifications or something. Well, the thing is, if you look at it... it Becky Lynch and Tiffany Stratus has an Extreme Rules match. Mm -hmm. Why not, if you did the No Mercy, put Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin inside Hell in a Cell for the first time in NXT? Because you don't have the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view anymore. No, no, you don't. You could have done so many things with this. Alec, who do you like in Breaker versus Corbin? I feel like you got to give Breaker the push. He needs. I mean, Corbin is also. It's just a tough one. It could go either way with both of them. They're both heels in their own way. But I feel like you got to think of who is going to be the one to dethrone Carmelo Hayes or Ilya Dragunov when the time comes. And I'm going to say Braun Breaker. See, I, 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 I we've got to be nearing the point where Braun Breaker's getting the call. We've got to be getting near this point because he's oh, he got over as a big time babyface. Now 
He's a big-time heel. I, I agree. I think Breaker wins. And Corbin's going to get a great match out of him, unlike he got out of Gable Stevenson, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, so break, we both got break. All right. North American title. Dirty Dom takes on Trick Williams. Now, this was originally going to be Mustafa Ali, who was recently part of the new releases. But you got Dirty Dom, you got Trick Williams. Allie, where are you going? Oh, my goodness. I mean, first off, you also got to look at it. Guess who's going to be the guest referee here? You have Dragon oh, Lee. Oh, Dragon Lee was announced as the referee. Either Dragon Lee. I feel like the thing is, like, do you give Trick Williams the North American title? And then have Dragon Lee start the feud with Trick Williams, or do you give it to Dominic just so Dragon Lee can actually be Dominic? This is tough. I'll be honest. I mean, if you remember, which match was it? Was it Wesley and Tyler Bate with Mustafa Ali as a guest referee? It was Wesley and Dra and right, yeah, it was Wesley and uh, Bate with Ali as the ref because Ali wanted to face Wesley, right? Yes. I'm seeing history repeat itself here. Dominic will win, but Dragon Lee will have his rematch at Fastlane. Yeah. I I'm leaning Dom, too, because there's two ways that another match can go. But I'm going to lean towards Dom for the Dra Dragon Lee reason as well. Uh, but this should be a fun one. For the NXT women's title, we got big time backs, Becky Lynch taking on Tiffany, Tiffany Stratton in, in an extreme rules match. So they're going to take NXT to the extreme. <laughs> All right, Allie, and you or and still? And still. Plus, this is where I was going to tell you about right. the surprise of the newest signee who has who will show up at No Mercy to start a rivalry with the man, Becky Lynch, Jade Cargill. It makes all the sense in the world. It really makes all the sense of the world to have uh, Jay just debut and feud with Becky immediately. And Jay uh, gets the title, too. I'm going to go in still, too. I do think there'll be something with Cargill. I don't know if it'll be after match. Maybe they show her in the crowd before the match. I, I, think, I, was... gonna sh I think you're going to hear her entrance music. Probably not the one you hear on AEW. No. Something like it. Becky wins. Cargo comes out on the stage. I also kind of wonder this, because you, you brought up the whole JC Jane Thea Hale thing earlier when we talked a little bit about Chase U. I wonder if you want if they would consider like a all bad girl kind of group with Ooh. Stratton, Thea, and JC Jane. I, I wonder if that's again, something they would consider. Going back to AEW with Jay Cargo, you had the baddies. Right. Very similar. So, I, I mean, oh. it, it, it'll be interesting to see. 
And then for the NXT title, their first one was a banger. We got Carmelo Hayes. We got Ilya Dragunov for the NXT title. If this does not get a Melter's five-star rating, it's a riot here. But I'm going to make a bold decision and say, and new. Whoa. And Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams will go to the main roster. Okay. So we're entering the new the, the Dragon of Era. Yes, we are. I, I'm going Carmelo retained. And I think at the end you're gonna see one of two people appear beside beside him. Trick Williams being one of them. Not because he's Carmelo's buddy, but if he loses the North American title match. What if you had Trick Williams turn on Carmelo and then you create Carmelo <laughs> a Carmelo Trick thing? Yes, the, that can likely happen. The, the other person is Wesley, who wanted a North American title, uh, a North American, a world title shot. He lost to Carmelo, wanted a rematch. He lost to Dragonov in a number one contendership match. And we haven't seen him since. That's another good idea. I mean, I was almost thinking that Dragunov's first feud if the NXT title would be Wesley. Hmm. That'd be epic. I know. I mean, you could go any direction with this NXT title match. You you can go a lot of directions in NXT right now. Shawn Michaels has a lot of buttons he can push and triggers he can pull. I mean, they're all not they're not his boy toys. You know what I mean. Uh, I, I, I I know what you mean. <laughs> all right. Uh-huh. That, that's Saturday night. On uh-huh. Sunday night, AEW presents Wrestle Dream in Seattle. And, and let's be real honest here. There are actually a lot of dream matches that are occurring. Mm. So let's let, let's start with this one. Um, I'm not sure if these have been announced yet. Is they are they all the stars? Nope, they have all been announced. I guess everything has uh, been announced. All right, so we got Rick. We got Ricky Starks taking on Wheeler Yuta. Ooh. I mean, you have two of the ri- two of the most rising stars here. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a tough one, but I feel like if you want to give a push to someone, you give the push to Ricky Starks. I mean, look at his Texas Death Match he just had with Brian Danielson. Like, and everything he was doing with Punk. Wait, wait, wait! Do we talk about him? We don't talk about him anymore. Uh, let me re- rephrase that better. The person Noah appreciates the most in the wrestling business. I mean, we know Noah enjoys combustible mayhem. Let's just put in those words. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Ricky Starks, too, because he's more involved right now than Wheeler Yuta is. 
despite being a member of the Blackpool Combat Club. So I'm mm. going to go Starks, continue pushing him. All right. All right. A winner gets a future AEW tag team title shot. You got the Young Bucks taking on the Guns, taking on the Lucha Brothers, taking on Orange Cassidy and Hook. Where's Bullet Club Gold in this? Well, that's the guns. I don't want the guns. I want just Robinson and I forgot the other guy. Jay White. <laughs> yes. Juice Robinson. Still the worst nickname in professional wrestling. Rock hard. I'm not going to say it, but if you are reading my mind, you'll understand why. I'm just laughing. Yeah. I, it's a toughie. I mean, I have two in mind who I think will get it. But I'm going to make a guess here. I'm going to say the Lucha Brothers. Okay. Because like, the last time they held the tag titles, look how it ended. One of them got injured. Yeah. Give them that opportunity to finally get another chance at the tag titles. The, the Bucks are already the ROH six-man tag champs, so I'm throwing them away. The Guns' first run was okay, but I, I'm going to throw them to the side for a second. Although you have the story already written. But, oh, no, that's the acclaim. So they're the trio, so that doesn't really matter. But you have the Guns at FTR. They've already done their thing. Lucha Brothers and FTR would be great. Just the gut feeling, because this is how AEW works. I'm going Orange Cassidy and Hook. Ooh, okay, okay. Just put the two guys together. Well, where's Danhausen in this, though? Danhausen's going to appear. He's going to curse somebody. He better curse the guns. <laughs> Danhausen starts an ass boy chant, and that's how the guns lose. <laughs> <laughs> I swear we need a petition to have more Danhausen on AEW, even though he's not I think he was hurt, and I think that's what, what the deal Aww. has been. All right. All right. For the Ring of Honor Championship and the New Japan Strong Openweight Championship, you have Eddie Kingston taking on Shibata. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you know, I feel like Eddie Kingston just won the ROH World Champ World title, so I I got a feeling Eddie Kingston's got to retain here. Yeah. You just put the title on him. You're not going to put the title on him just to have him lose the title. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to go. It'll be a hard-fought match with him and Shibata, so should be good. All right. Two out of three falls for the TNT title. Darby All-In versus Christian Cage. And actually, Christian Cage is the legitimate TNT championship, unfortunately. <laughs> Love how you the unfortunately. Yes. Because for a while, it was technically Luchasaurus until Christian Cage decided to finally get a pin to win. On Darby All-In. So and you're all-in on Darby All-In? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I have to put the the wage on the rage that Luchasaurus will help Christian Cage. The Savages, they are, to win. I think Christian wins also. And I think Nick... Somehow, I, I think this is going to be Nick Wayne 
screwing over Darby Allen because Christian Cage got in his head. And this is how you get Nick Wayne more introduced to the AEW fans and, and roster stuff. So, Oh. And a six-man tag team entry of the Don Callis family consisting of Takeshita, Sammy Guevara, and Will Ospreay take on the GOAT, Chris Jericho, and the Golden Lovers, Kenny Omega, and Kota Abushi. You know we gotta love. We gotta love the Don Callis family here. It is such a blended family here. You got Takeshita, you got Guevara, you got the Spanish God, and you got Will Osprey. There's no other way. I mean, I as much as I want to see Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi win, this could lead to another feud between Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. The Winnipeggers. The Winnipeggers. I, I, I'm going to go with Jericho and the Golden Lovers here. Mainly because at some point they need to go over Don Callis. I'm not saying this ends anything with Don Callis. You continue with Jericho and and Guevara and Kenny and Osprey or Takeshita, however you want to go. But I feel like Jericho and Omega actually need to win this match more than the Don Callis family. Unless the swerve of the century happens and one of them actually is a part of the Don Callis family, which... What, Kota Abushi? Kota... Okay, if Kota Abushi joins the Don Callis family, Abushi and Takeshita would understand each other, but no one would still understand Don Callis. That, that's just oh. how this works. All right. A handicap match for the ROH World Tag Team titles as MJF solo because Adam Cole is out injured, will take on the righteous of Vincent and Dutch. I don't know how this one's going to go about. I mean, because it is two on one. I mean, oh, my gosh. I feel like I hate to say and new, but I'm going to say and new are which will tag team champions. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think we're getting URH tag team champions. And I think slowly we're building up to maybe somebody turning on MJF. Hmm. Or MJF turns on Cole because you weren't there for him when he needed you. Right. Also, So I, I, I'm going to say in you as well because the righteous and I, those guys are great. Yes. Did we talk about the TBS title yet? We have not. Then I just scrolled over. Uh, we got Chris Statlander against Julia Hart for the TBS title. I think I'm, Julia Hart's won like her last thirty matches, something like that. She's gonna have the newest Jade Cargill streak. <laughs> and new Julia Hart will be the TBS champion. They, they say the house always wins for a reason. Of course. And Julia has like this dark theme. Oh my gosh. And she has that hat. The hat gets me each time. Better hat than Jake Hager's. Oh, Jake Hager's hat. What happened to Jake Hager and the love of the hat? I know. All right. Hangman Adam Page against Swerve Strickland. I mean, we need a little bit of cowboy stuff. 
So I gotta go with Hangman Adam Page eating Swerve Strickland. At some point with Swerve and all these marquee feuds, he's gotta win a match. Why not make it in Seattle? Ooh, okay. I'm not saying he's taking Hangman's spot, but I'm just saying there's a new player in town and it's Swerve Strickland. Mm. All right. For the AEW tag team titles, FTR, Aussie Open. For me, this might be match of the weekend. It's going to be that good. Meltzer, if you actually don't give this one six stars, we'll riot. Meltzer, if you don't give this six stars, you're getting a shatter machine. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. I don't even know. Like, this is going to go, like, at least 30 minutes, this match. And this, you are right. This could be match of the weekend here. Yeah. But I'm also going to say a new AEW World Tag Team Championship. I'm going Aussie Open. Okay. I'm going to go in still. Mm. I would not be disappointed or shocked if if Aussie Open won this match. Wouldn't wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't kill me. But I think FTR is on a mission, and I think Tony Khan helps with the mission at hand because they are the best tag team in the world. They are the best. They are one of the best tag teams of all time. They always talk about you know who they love and, and stuff like. And every time they go out there, they put on classics. Of course. So, so they're, if they're going to go through the gauntlet of the Young Bucks and everyone else they've taken on, just chalk up Aussie Open as the next one. Because my gut, and it's a big gut, I wonder if Abushi signs with AEW, would we get an FTR versus the Golden Lovers match? Oh gosh. So that's just something to think about. So is. All right. And I'm presuming this is the main event. And if it's not, this is terrible. Who is the best technical wrestler in the world? Brian Danielson or Zach Saber Jr.? It wasn't this supposed to be a match at Forbidden Door last year. Mm hmm. And now, uh, about 15 months later, we're finally getting it. That we are. So, who do you like? I don't know. And also, Meltzer doesn't give this one five or six stars. (laughs) We'll put Dave Meltzer on the face turn list. Right on top of Noah Trombley. Well, wait a minute. I think I'm just looking at a little bit of the breaking news here. I think Dragon Lee might be coming up soon to the main roster. Is he on SmackDown currently? No, I'm watching a promo. Uh, wow. That he got skyrocketed. I know. He's actually in the audience right now. Looks like he's going to... Well, looks like there might be a chance he might be going up to the main roster, too. Okay. Good for him. 
All right. All right. Let's get back to this. <laughs> Danielson versus Zack Saber Jr. Who do you oh, get? I don't. I don't know. This is tough. I feel like though, if you want to give a big push for this one, you got to go Brian Danielson. If Danielson stays true to his word and that this is his last year and he's going to put on clinic after clinic, I think you have to give him this one. So I'm, I'm going to go Danielson as well. But th- this should be an epic, epic match. It should be an epic weekend of rest. Um, but there are a couple of other things we're going to talk about. You brought up Cargill earlier when we did the NXT predictions i did is that where we think she's gonna start is she gonna start in nxt i've is she heard gonna a get... lot of reports saying that cargo's probably gonna start in nxt mm-hmm. a little bit i don't think she should go up to the main roster right away because no let's just put it this way if she does you know what she's gonna get yeah she's gonna get a lot of things if she goes up to the main roster right away mainly a boot to the face by the wooster herself I think the other part is the women's division is so top heavy on the main roster that she, not that she'd get lost in the shuffle. It's just, what are you going to do? If you put the title on her right away, everyone's going to be like, is she really ready? That's why NXT will probably be the best thing for her. Yeah. Let her stay down there for six to 12 months. Let her. You know, let her run NXT for a bit, and then kind of like what they did with Oscar. Oscar was longer. She came in like October 2015. She went up to the main roster within two years. Yeah, so if you do something similar with Jade Cargill, I don't think anyone is gonna bat an eye. Would you think Jade Cargill could beat Oscar's streak? I think they might have her do a gold, uh, at least like a Goldberg esque streak. She had one in AEW. Yeah, I, I think that'll that'll happen again. But this is just about finding her craft because, as great as she is on the mic, and she's really good on the mic, the in ring stuff can improve. And right. I think that's what what the great thing about the PC is. It'll help her improve. All right, so there was one other thing that I I mentioned it at the top. Former WWE WWE writer Vince Russo was on Busted Open Radio earlier this week, and he said this. This is from PWMania.com. He said, Cody Rhodes is, quote, not over to the casual fan. He's not. I have no interest in watching Raw. If there was a megastar on that show, I would want to watch it. That's what a casual fan is, bro. If it's good, I'm going to watch it. If it's bad, I'm going to watch something else. Continues to quote, they've done nothing with this guy outside of having him go out there every week and say, Farmingville, New York, what do you want to talk about? Oh my God. Cody doesn't write the show. They've done nothing with him. Close quote. Wow. All right. Also, that was shots fired at Cody Rhodes, but what do you think of what Russo said? Like, I can see that to an extent because of the fact, like, yes, they're trying to push Cody, but it's like, where is Cody nowadays? 
what is Cody Rhodes supposed to be doing? After his feud with Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, what direction do you see Cody Rhodes going in? Because right now there is no direction for him. Because put it this way, with The Rock probably going to be staying, well, probably going to be staying for Russell, until WrestleMania. Who knows? Combustible mayhem might come. It could be a stalemate for Cody. He could be, I hate to say this, he could be stuck in mid-card purgatory again. I, he's stuck in this thing with, with Jey Uso, too, because Jey Uso comes to, to Raw, and they said someone's got to go to SmackDown. We don't know who that person is yet. Well, it's going to be Cody anyways. The, the feud I would like for Cody to have, and this is not speculation, because I think eventually what we're gearing up towards is a major War Games match at Survivor Series, which mm-hmm. will feature the Judgment Day, Jimmy, and Solo, taking okay. on the team of Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Cody, Jey Uso, and then you're looking for two other guys who either... They're actually going to go six on six, or are they going to do five on five? I don't know. This is just me me guessing. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, I think something like that's in the cards. But the feud I'd like to see for Cody, and if we're going to pull the trigger, I'd do it now. Give us Cody and Drew McIntyre. Do that. I could definitely see that coming. Like, because, it'd be cool to see this feud start. Right off the fast lane. Yeah, because eventually you're going to pull, do something, Survivor Series. Then it's the Rumble. And there's no December pay per view again? No December pay per view again for WWE? Oh, I'm just talking massive, major pay per view. Oh, yeah, definitely. I I don't know what the December pay per view is. December to December. There we go. Bring it back to NXT. NXT December to December. Bobby Lashley in the Elimination Chamber. <laughs> Shout it out. Wait, Bobby who? The bald guy. I swear, I feel like I'm asleep every time I go to bed. I'm always thinking about him. I, I'm not. I'm not going there. <laughs> the Brock Lesnar joke. Let's put it that way. I, 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 I got it. I'm still not going. There. I know. I, I don't even think about Bobby. But I'm sleeping. But so. I think the other part of this is if you have Cody do nothing, and then all of a sudden he just wins the Rumble, people are gonna be, are people gonna turn on because they know now at yes. forty, yes, he he's winning. Let's put it this way: let's go back almost nine years to see what happens when you overpush somebody in the Royal Rumble. They get royally Mr. Tribal Chief. He got acknowledged with something else. And also, they were telling him he's number one in a different way. Mm. But I I find it really interesting how they promote, promote, how they go with Cody over the next couple of months before we hit the road to the Rumble. I'm also interested in how they promote Roman here in this time. Because we haven't seen Roman. So, at some point, we're gonna have they're gonna have to figure that one out too. But unless there's anything else you wanted to hit on, 
I yeah. think we got a lot. I know next week we'll be discussing Fastlane and the aftermath of NXT No Mercy. It plus AEW's Wrestle Dream. Life will be in the fast lane when we show no mercy about the Wrestle Dream. Yes. But you check this podcast out, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Check out the website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com. Great blogs, vlogs, planes, trains, and automobiles. For Ali, I'm Mike. And the Wrestle Dream team is signing off on this edition of the Face Turn Podcast. Have a great weekend, everybody.